Fishy Soul Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Guys, welcome back to another episode of She's All Talk. I hope you all had an amazing week. Um, my week wasn't too bad, I guess. Just had work kind of the same as usual. Nothing out of the ordinary here. Um, yeah, I have a long, well, the rest of the country, I think, has a long weekend this weekend for Anzac Day to show our respects and commemorate those who fought for us and for where we are now. But I still have work tomorrow, so not not ideal for me, but whatever, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, work's been um, pretty busy, just keeping busy, but it's good. Um, hoping that I can somehow get approved to head back home soon and see my family because it's been a month now that I've kind of been stuck here alone. But yeah, I guess we'll we'll see how that goes. And kind of just hope for the best. Try to stay positive for the next week. So my thing that I've been loving this week is um, an Irish YouTuber called Olivia Neal. Um, I don't know if you've heard of her. She is so funny. I found her recently and I've just kind of been binging all of her videos Um up until the latest one and she's just she's so funny and I love finding YouTubers that are kind of genuine and just like so easy to laugh with because they're actually relatable instead of ones who just do like haul after haul or like show all of their really luxurious expensive lifestyles in their videos which I mean there's nothing wrong with that but personally, like, I don't live a very luxurious lifestyle, so I can't relate to that and I don't find that as interesting as someone who's in their 20s or around my age and they're actually just that really funny and having a laugh. So I really recommend um, checking her out if you don't watch her already. And for today's episode, um, since we can't really go anywhere at the moment, and that's the same all around the world, and a lot of people, myself included, um, have had to cancel their upcoming holidays or postpone that sort of thing, I thought I'd dedicate this episode to all things travel. I kind of wanted to talk about my favorite trips I've been on, my best traveling stories, my favorite cities, um, traveling advice, places I'm dying to go to, that sort of thing. Because ever since I've been little, I've loved traveling. My family used to go on holidays down south and then we started going overseas and stuff. And we'd go to Ireland to visit our family because they all live in Dublin. Well, most of them anyway. Um, And then my immediate family lives in Australia. Um, So we'd travel the countryside and take in the greenery or we'd go to Bali or Thailand or something and enjoy cheap food and soak up the sun and just immerse ourselves in the different cultures And then once I got a job and a bit more independence, I would basically save up all my money year after year and go on holidays. So every six months, basically. So during the uni break each year, over the three years of uni, um, I went on holiday somewhere, whether it was like to Europe or to Asia or something, just with friends or I went with my sister one year. And yeah, like it was so... Like traveling is just a part of who I am, I guess. I've got the got the travel bug, as people say. But now being stuck and unable to travel, I'm just kind of itching to go out again. And I was supposed to be going 
in June um, going to Bali with my boyfriend, but that's been cancelled, obviously. And I like, I completely understand why, but I'm just kind of gutted that I don't have a holiday upcoming. And I know that that's such a first world problem, but I just love going away and experiencing new cultures and just getting out of where I live, that sort of thing, and just visiting new places. Like I just, I love it so much. Uh, I associate Thailand, I guess, with my family because I have so many good memories from there. One year um, we were in Chiang Mai and I spent a lot of time reading by the pool and my dad and I discovered a couple of really adorable and beautiful secondhand bookshops. So I bought actually the first Harry Potter book um, from one of them and then every day over the next week I just went back to the shop and like exchanged it and paid for the next book and I literally read through them so fast, Um, although they didn't have the last one. So I still haven't read that and that was like a solid 10 years ago or eight years ago or something like that, which is pretty bad because I actually really enjoyed the books. But yeah, the guy at the store, he was so lovely and then he like began to recognize me and stuff. And I like, I love traveling Asia with my family because my dad and I are both really interested in visiting the temples and learning about different religions and cultural beliefs and stuff. And the food is so freaking good. Oh my God. I remember actually one night my dad and I both got like rice, veggies, and he got a meat dish and had drink each. And it cost like below $10 or something, like ridiculously cheap, which is amazing. Can't go wrong with a cheap meal when you're out. And like as a vegetarian, Asia is such a good place to go because they actually have so many delicious veggie meals. So you're kind of spoiled for choice. I think another um, place that I have really fond memories of, obviously, is Ireland because my family's from there. Um, So we used to try and go back around every four years or so, and it's always so nice and enjoyable to catch up with family, especially because we don't get to see them that often and everything. And the countryside is so, so beautiful there and so green as you would expect, but it's just, it's so beautiful and the people are lovely and I love Dublin. It's one of my favorite cities and honestly, I will probably keep going back for the rest of my life because I love it so much there. Actually, I wanted to go to uni there. I wanted to go to Trinity, um, Trinity University or Trinity, Trinity College. Um, I was obsessed with the place just because it has a really nice campus and then I realized that probably wasn't going to happen for me and I never ended up following that up. <laughs> the places that I'm kind of dying to go to, I'd really love to go to New Zealand. That's somewhere that I'm really interested in traveling to, whether it be summer or winter, I'd probably like to go to both just because it looks kind of similar to Canada, which I also want to go to, but the landscape is just so beautiful, like snowy mountains, amazing, beautiful lakes. Like it'd be a really great place to go for hikes. Um, yeah, that sort of thing. And it just, yeah, it looks so beautiful. And when it's snowing, like it'd be so much fun to go there. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with snow, but anywhere that's snowy, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go. I'd also really love to go to New York. Ever since I was little, I've been obsessed with New York. I can't really explain why. But I just, I'm obsessed with the city and everything about it. I want to go there so badly. I remember when I was, I think I was in high school, might have been year 12, no, not year 12, year 10 maybe. And then my mum went to New York with one of her friends for her birthday and like I couldn't go because of school or something, but she didn't invite me and I was absolutely gutted. I was like, oh, how like, why are you going without me? 
But yeah, I always planned to go for my 21st birthday. But when the time kind of came to it, I'd already had like a holiday beforehand and I just, it was way too expensive. It's like two, cause my birthday is in January. So my ideal plan was like go around like just around Christmas time, like after Christmas and then stay for New Year's and then stay for my birthday after that because it's a week after. And yeah, flights are at least two and a half grand or something like that for a really short time in New York. So that has not happened yet. I'll have to postpone that for a while. And then I'd probably say my third place on my list to travel to, ooh, I really want to go to the Maldives or the Maldives, however people pronounce it. But that just looks like an amazing place to go, like crystal clear water. You can see turtles. You can like have a little hut out on the ocean. Like It looks amazing. And my mum actually used to be obsessed with that place and like the underwater restaurant they have. So I've always wanted to go just because of her, really. I think my favorite places that I've been to on holiday are probably Japan and Italy. I think they would be my top trips. I've done a couple of Europe trips um, over the years. I've gone with my sister and we kind of did England and Ireland and then with one of my friends and we did, um, oh geez, we did a whole lot of countries and then I went with my friend, did a part of the trip with my friend and then a part of the trip with my boyfriend last year. So I visited so many beautiful places throughout Europe and honestly I can't recommend it enough. Like if you get the chance to travel around, really go for it. I myself, there's still so many places that I haven't seen that I'd love to see and I really want to go in winter and kind of see all the Christmas markets and the snow and that sort of thing Um, because I haven't had that experience. It's all been summer when I've gone. But everywhere is so beautiful and so like rich in culture and it's so amazing. Italy was one of my favorite places um, that I went to last year, yeah. We went to Rome and Venice, but Rome, geez, I fell in love with Rome. I was with my boyfriend and it's such a beautiful place. Oh my God, the architecture, everything. It's so beautiful and there's so much history and it's so interesting and the food is amazing and it's just, it's like, it's amazing. I can't recommend it enough. Croatia was another place I went to that's so, so beautiful as is Greece if you want like a nice summer holiday those are the places to go. And Prague is another place that should actually be on the list. It's like a fairy tale, the way that the old town area was constructed. Like it's, you walk into it and you literally feel like you're in like a medieval castle type area. Like it's so amazing. Although we stayed in a hostel there and it was like the creepiest thing ever. And it felt so sketchy walking around our area at night. But aside from that, it was a very, very good experience. And Paris and London, those two cities will always have my heart. Each time I've been there, I've loved it. I've had so much fun. And I think I'll always love those places. And there's still so much I want to do in London because I just, I never stay there for long enough because it is really expensive. And there's so much more that I want to see and go to and experience when I'm there. So I'll definitely come back to that place. I could probably actually see myself living there at some point if I ever had enough money, but I don't think I will because it's so expensive to live there and I work as a journalist. So money is is not the biggest thing out there. <laughs> I think 
that the best holiday I've ever been on personally was to Japan in February last year. And oh my God, I think that's my favorite holiday ever. It was the most amazing experience of my life. It's like a whole different world basically over there compared to Australia. Like the culture is so different and it's so interesting. And it was such an amazing experience to immerse myself in all of that. And we stayed in Kyoto, Osaka and Tokyo and we were in Tokyo, like we weren't there for that long. I think we were there for three weeks, two and a half weeks or something. But like, I feel like you could spend an entire month in Tokyo alone and no matter how long you'd stay, like it wouldn't be enough time to see everything. Like there's so much packed into that city and it's such an amazing place. There's so many things to see and do in Japan. And the food is amazing. Oh, my God. And I am a noodle person. I love me some ramen. The food was amazing. And the people were so friendly and helpful as well. And Ben and I, we went to, um, I think Kyoto was actually my favorite city that we stayed in, in Japan. It was like, it was such a lovely, a lovely place. And there was so much culture and history involved in it. And we just went to some really beautiful, amazing places while we were there. We actually, um, we went snowboarding in Japan as well and it was my first time like properly seeing snow. So that was such a fun experience. I was like, I was so giddy and so excited. But snowboarding, I was not good at at all. Funny story, actually, um, I sprained my wrist on the first day of snowboarding because I was so bad at it. And I got so battered and bruised. I had like dark purple bruises all over me. I severely bruised my tailbone because my like shirt untucked from my pants and then collected a wad of ice, like literal ice, super thick. And I fell on it multiple times. And I was like crying after I fell over. And my boyfriend, he like, he didn't realize that I had a chunk of ice on me. So he's like, oh, like, it's not that bad. Like, get up. Come on. You're okay. You're okay. And then later when we realized that like I had fallen on ice so many times and I was like, see, my pain is valid. And he was like, oh yeah, sorry. But yeah, my wrist literally went dark purple from my thumb, like my thumb joint or whatever, down about probably like 20 centimeters on my arm. It was so bad. It was so painful. I was like struggling to use chopsticks and everything, but the bruise didn't show for like two days and we were snowboarding for five. So I was kind of like looking like a wimp for the first two days. I was like, no, I'm not like crying over nothing. I swear. But then like, I think my issue was I'm very uncoordinated and also I get really anxious around people sometimes. So like I got really bad anxiety about getting up on the snowboard when people were coming past me and stuff because obviously I didn't like know how to control myself properly and we we missed out on lessons because we were like five minutes late or something so the lesson had already started and my boyfriend was like, oh, like we'll be all right, just um, like, well, like I'll kind of show you how to do it, that sort of thing. And so we just figured it out on our own and he picked it up so quickly because he's actually very coordinated and good at stuff like that. And I just like couldn't get the hang of it. And the mountain was really icy and stuff. But then he found a different mountain for us to go to on day three. And it was so much better. It was so soft. Like I felt so much more comfortable. And once I got the hang of it, I had so much fun. And honestly, that was that's really one of my favorite memories, snowboarding with him, because I've never done that 
like anything like that in my life with anyone else and it was is so good. I feel like some of my favorite traveling stories are the ones like about things that happened just by chance like when my boyfriend and I went to Roskilde Music Festival um in Denmark last year like some of the best acts we saw were people we weren't really expecting and like we had such a good time that was so amazing I really recommend going to music festivals in other countries like, it's so freaking fun and when we were in Dublin we bought a last minute ticket to see DMAs which are an Australian band if you don't know um and we saw Blossoms and I think it was Noel Gallagher um, but yeah, we saw them at Malahide Castle and we had to buy a raincoat last minute and it absolutely pissed down with rain. And it was so fun. Like I had the best evening ever. And cause the sun d- didn't set cause it's summer over there till like 10 or something. Like it just felt like it was daytime and we were at a little festival, but really it was like at nine o'clock at night or something. It was so weird, but it was so fun. Concerts in other countries are always fun, I swear. I saw Two Door Cinema Club by myself a couple years ago um, when I was 18 in Dublin and I had an absolute blast. And another um, thing that was kind of like by chance that was really fun was I think it was in Amsterdam or something. My friend and I a couple years ago, we were traveling and like we wanted to do a pub crawl or something, but like obviously we'd organized it too late and everyone at the bars all seemed to be part of pub crawls. So we somehow like accidentally joined a pub crawl and we just made friends with some of the people there and some of the girls and stuff. And they were like getting us in, even though we didn't have a wristband. So that was really fun. And another thing um, was when my friend, same friend and I were in Europe and we were in Nice at the same time as some of my good mates from school and we all hung out and we met up at the beach and we went out with some people from their top deck tour and it was just so fun to be with my friends like and their friends that they'd made all in another country like it was it's so weird but it was so fun so yeah I feel like don't be afraid to let things happen by chance that's some of the best advice I would give in regards to traveling is be open to change don't be too rigid and stuck in your ways like I love having a plan I'm a planner for holidays like I'll be like yep we're gonna go to this city on this day like I want to see these attractions while we're in this city I'm not one of those people who's like yeah I'm gonna go to Greece first and then I'll kind of take it play it by ear and see how I go like I can't do that that stresses me out but some of the best times I had, like that cast, that concert in the um, at the castle, like it's stuff that just happened that we planned spontaneously, planned spontaneously. That's a bit of an oxymoron that we just kind of jumped into, and like things from people we met, things that just kind of happened. Like those are the best, the best um, things and best memories I have from traveling, or just saying yes to doing things with new people. So I guess I'd say don't be afraid to make new friends at hostels as well. Like hostels are where you'll meet some of the best people and end up on great new adventures doing like crazy things with people you just met, but you'll have a special bond over that. And pub crawls. I can't stress this enough. Pub crawls in other countries, especially in Europe, are so much fun and you'll make some really great friends from it and some great memories from that night because you'll all get absolutely pissed and it'll be it'll be fun 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 
Um, another point I would say is to make sure you have enough money in case something goes wrong because chances are it will. My friend and I booked a $600 travel pass each um, to cover all our train tickets, but somehow we managed to book it for the wrong month. So we'd booked it for the month prior to us traveling instead of for July. So we booked it for June and we weren't able to to um to use it obviously or get a refund or anything because we fucked up and basically we had to last minute like plan out all of our train um trains or buses or anything we were supposed to be going to I think it was Amsterdam the next morning and it was like midnight and we um yeah completely screwed it up and had to last minute book everything we had to rebook all of our trains, buses, whatever was fastest. And I mean, whatever was cheapest, not fastest. We went the slow way to get us to these places. So always have enough money that if something does go wrong, you can be safe or you can cover yourself or your parents can help you out or something like that. Because I've had friends who've gone to Asia and in their hostels, like people have stolen their money and stuff like that. Because when you do end up staying with strangers, like you can only take so much risk. Like sometimes stuff happens and some people aren't as nice as others. But yeah, just make sure you have a comfortable safety net just in case something does go wrong. Another thing I would say is to know the type of person that you're going on holiday with. Because there's nothing worse than going on a holiday and realizing you're both going to bicker the whole trip or they're the type of person who wants to stay at the hotel all day while you're the opposite. I feel like you need to know that you're compatible for traveling and that you respect each other's wishes and are able to compromise and stuff before you go away because otherwise it's just going to ruin your holiday. You want to be on the same page. Like it's fine if you want to stay at the hotel one day and your friend wants to go out or vice versa. But like if you're completely different in what you want from that trip, like you're going to end up having a fight and you're not going to enjoy yourself to the best of your abilities. And kind of following on from that is be prepared for arguments. It happens, especially if you're with someone 24 seven for three weeks straight, like you're going to get on each other's nerves a bit and that's completely normal. Like If you're catching overnight buses and you're with each other all the time and you're like tired, not sleeping enough, like you're going to be cranky, especially if you're with each other only, like it's the two of you the whole trip and you haven't met any new people or like found some friends to kind of break up that interaction. So there's more people, like it's literally just the two of you or the three of you, whatever, the whole trip. Actually, I feel like three is okay because then you can kind of talk to one person if the other's annoying you. But if it's just the two of you, you're kind of forced to hang out with each other. And if you're with each other too much, like you're gonna, you're gonna snap at some point. And I think that's just normal. So try not to let it ruin your trip, but remind yourself to cut each other some slack and kind of take some breaks for yourself or try and meet some other people to include in activities. So it's not just the two of you the whole time. One more tip that I would say is to stay in hostels if you're young and you're traveling, especially if you're traveling traveling alone and you want to meet people or if you're with a friend and you guys really want to meet people on your trip, hostels is kind of the best place for you. <coughs> Sorry. Unless you guys are wanting to like stay in a relaxing villa or something for your holiday, like hostels is such a great place to to meet people and to make new memories, I guess. I feel like most of my funny traveling stories are involving people I've met 
in hostels and stuff like that. So those are probably my main tips about traveling and my some of my favorite traveling stories anyway. There's so many more. I have so many amazing experiences and memories from traveling and I'm honestly so grateful for all the experiences that I have um, and all the places that I've been lucky enough to visit and I can't wait to get back on a plane and get going somewhere else or hoping that I can do a bit of a road trip um, up north or something in my own state and kind of explore my own state once these restrictions are lifted because that'll help boost the tourism in the economy as well as give me somewhere to go or maybe um, I'm thinking of going camping with some friends or something down south like something like that where it's just easy to do and fun but it's also going somewhere completely new so it's like it'll help me feel less bored and going a bit stir crazy and stuff at home but yeah hopefully these tips and stories have been helpful to you in the future or they've just been interesting um I'd love to hear your favorite travel stories so feel free to dm me on instagram or something and we can chat I'd love to hear your favorite travel memories or where you want to go to next or something like that but yeah anyways I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode um travel is something a little different to the previous ones but yeah I hope that you've really enjoyed this episode because I've loved talking about my trips because any chance I get I like to tell people that I've been to Europe and I've been to Japan because I'm one of those obnoxious humans but yeah anyways thanks for tuning in guys I'll see you again next week bye Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.